Get Into Gate. This is episode 93. We're talking Stargate SG1. Long-term fans introducing a new fan to the show, that being Reese. Part of the full team here. My name is Mitch. We've got Matty. Yeah. Brendan. Oh, okay. Hello, Reese. Yeah, g'day. And joining us once again, Lincoln. What's g'day. doing? G'day. Oh, mate. Oh, welcome hey. back. Back again. Thanks, Thanks for the, the fifth man. It's great to have you back. <laughs> for the fifth oh, man. You know, and you oh. said that last week. Yeah. We need one. We need one for next week. I still, mm, I still yeah. don't think he'd come through. I early record this week. I get an early text message at five past four this morning. and said, "What time are you leaving?" And I'm like, "So much faith." I'll yeah. be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, a, it's not, it's not a fifth man. It's the fifth man. Yeah, yeah good thank call. You, Rich, thank you, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely you're, right. Yeah. You like the, you like the O'Neill mixed with Tilk. I love it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Ultimate compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you said that to someone, that that is the ultimate compliment. Yeah, yeah. You, you remind Jeez. me of like Jack O'Neill mixed with Tio. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? I got goosebumps. <laughs> it's like, hang on a second. He's going to chills. a bathroom. Literal chills. Stare at yourself in the mirror and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> it's, it's happened. <laughs> This is it. The yeah. next level in my life. Culmination. You just walk into a con, you just start like walking out like Conor McGregor. Strutting like, through. You know, like, yeah, more like Habib now, not Conor McGregor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. You know, whatever. All right, we are talking the fifth man. Surprise, surprise. So let's go back and see what the old synopsis has to say, and then we'll throw it over to Reese and get his thoughts on the episode. O'Neill stays behind in an alien world to tend to the wounded Lieutenant Tyler, the latest member of SG-1. What? But when the rest of the team return to the command center, they discover that Lieutenant Tyler doesn't exist. Will this latest case of alien mind games close SGC down for good? Uh, yes. Final yeah, episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Final episode. The fourth episode of season five. They bloody tried. Over. There's too many footholds. There's too many. Sh- yeah. <laughs> too many entities. Mm-hmm. Reese now go home today. Checks out all of his DVDs he's got for the next six seasons. They're all blank. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> got you. Recordable DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> I paid seventy yeah. bucks for this. Yeah, yeah, record <laughs> Farscape on these. We got we got JB. <laughs> We got JB Hi-Fi involved to like you know stock them like the fake ones at all your local JB Hi-Fi. Great guys, finally spo- they sponsored yeah. the show. So great, we got great people. It's funny because yeah. I bought them when I went down to Sydney. So that's hey, that's a hell I mean, of a prank. That's how deep it went <laughs> nationwide. <laughs> nationwide. <laughs> Just in case that guy yeah. from Getting the Gate comes in. Want to yeah. show that commitment from like Dumb and Dumber Two, where it's just like twenty year prank that he's just thrown <laughs> on him. We, we were so ready to take this to the grave. Gotcha. <laughs> Oh, shit. So what do you think, Rex? Oh, yeah, I, I like I, I I really like this one. Yeah, the 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 start where they came came back through the gate, and they're like, yeah, Lieutenant Tyler, and he's like, and he Hammond's like, I have no idea what you're talking about, and then just the the badass moment when they're saying to Hammond, oh, we're going back, sir. And he's yeah, like, the hell sick. you are. I was like, that yeah, even Carter, bold. like she had the gun ready, like fuck off, we're going. Yeah. They're like, Ammon. And they're just pointing yeah. friggin' machine guns at him. I'm like, that's hectic. But yeah, it was um it was a it was sort of a new spin on something that we've seen previously. Except um, you know, Ergo wasn't well, Ergo was in their heads, whereas this Tyler was an actual being sort of thing. So Yeah. Yeah, it was um I think they played it out really well and um yeah, it was really really entertaining, really um um Good. It's early and I've gone blank. Good. <laughs> what well, it did? Yeah, That's you're right. Like, it reminded me a little bit of. If anyone would like was... to send a thesaurus uh, to Reese at Get Into Gay. I thought that was a dinosaur for a second. 
Anyone would like to send a dictionary to Brendan? <laughs> send it to Brendan at Get Into Gay. Yeah, send me all your dicks. Dictionary <laughs> pics. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was. It, you're right. It reminded me of, of Foothold when they came back because we've seen this before where they come back, there's some shit that just doesn't seem right. Mm. And obviously for us, the audience, had it not have been the detail of uh, he's totally the fifth member of SG-1, you're like, oh, okay, well, we would know about that yeah. rather than after the fact. But that could have been an interesting way of actually... Telling, like introducing the audience to a fifth member. Like, imagine if they did that, what yeah. they actually had like a written recruit. in. Yeah, a yeah. fifth member of SG1. We find out through this because they remember it, but then something has happened to the SGC. But other than that little detail, yeah, you back and forth, you're like, hang on, are the SGC? Is something wrong with them or is something yeah. wrong with the SG1? But mm. um, So it would have been interesting if it was like a minor detail that we would have actually not known who was right and who was wrong because yeah like the likes of Carter and, and Daniel less so Tilt because he doesn't say anything were so <laughs> determined to go back like yeah. they were ready to be in, insubordinate and you're like whoa I, like you guys got to calm down I think down. it would like, have been a nicer open had we not have seen O'Neill and Tyler yeah. at that point because you wouldn't as, a, as yeah. an audience yeah, you may true. not be aware of it mm. Well, and it's funny, I was uh, had dinner with our, uh, uh, what do you call it, army advisor Craig the other day, um, and he was chatting about well, what episodes were coming up and stuff like that, and I mentioned that we were doing The Fifth Man, and he was saying how much he loved it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I liked the first mm. time I watched it, but I'm not a big fan of it in the rewatch. And, we chatted, and I mentioned, I was like, it's weird, I seem to like the episodes where we find out along with SG-1, like we're the fifth member of yeah. SG-1, and I hate it when we know something that, that SG-1 doesn't, it kind of, it's, yeah. a, it's a weird thing. And then the funny thing is then we, we came to watch this episode and I was listening to the audio commentary and um, have a listen to this. It's actually interesting this episode came about because we needed a script that required absolutely no stage builds. We needed a script that was set on our standing sets, which are, which is this, the, the base and locations. And we needed it in like three weeks or something like so this that. Was, this was the pitch, what you just heard. I remember you pitching this to, to Brad in the hallway. Yeah. Because Brandon. he came up to us and said, hey, we need a script. <laughs> it doesn't require building. <laughs> what are you guys doing this week? Yeah. And, oh, you that's know. right. And you had to quickly uh, uh, well, write we, it. we had the idea. We had been kicking the idea around for a while of a story. Um, the idea was that all of our team, uh, all of SG-1 would think one thing, and everybody else, including the audience, would think another thing. Which is, what, we don't usually do that on the show. It's one of our formula rules is that the audience is not to know more uh, than our heroes so that they can uh, be sympathetic to their viewpoint. Yeah. But in this particular case, you use that device uh, to your advantage where we knew that there was no fifth team member of SG-1. So you f***ing played me, Stargate. Because <laughs> here I was thinking I'd found some really cool kind of subtext that I was like vibing on. It's like, no, that's just one of their formula rules that they do for every f***ing episode. That's yeah. cool, it's but like, it's a good jerks. rule. Yeah. That was, that was Joe Malozzi and Paul Mully. Talking to Peter Deloise and yeah. that one. Good blokes. But yeah, I think Joe and Paul, I don't think they really care too much about rules. No, they, I think and more than anyone great. else, they break them. I mean, they, yeah. do, they do more sort of Earthburn episodes yeah. than any other writers. And all, when I go yeah, back right. to, in, to the entire season, and now I'm kind of looking at who wrote them, all like the really interesting ones that stick out there, Wind of Opportunity, things like this that are like a bit different, like Ripple Effect even in season eight. That sticks out for me. Those guys wrote. Mm. They don't really care about the rules too much. Point of no return. Don't even care if, you know, it's a great episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the rules. Just <laughs> so write good TV. For me, it was really a case of like two stories put into one episode where one I really didn't care about. And it was, it was I guess, what we're speaking about in, in the synopsis, the idea of 
who knows what, who's who's under you know this mind control? Is it SGC or is it SG one? The lieutenant told us stuff because we have seen that sort of thing before where our guys don't know something and SGC do or vice versa. For me, the most interesting part of this was the sub story about what's old mate dickhead from the new government representative Simmons Simmons, Simmons, Simmons where he shows Simmons up and old. it's like yeah, <laughs> and he I starts to like, think about that. <laughs> What? Should have been out of the game years ago, but he can't go home because he hates his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Already, uh, two Jim Carrey movies. Just like, like, we're, we're less than 10 minutes in. <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> but I actually like that side of the episode where there's, there's starting to become some accountability. While I always side with SG-1 or more so the SGC overall, you start to understand Simmons' point where he's like, you guys are starting to get overtaken by aliens all the time, you know, whether you, whether you mind control and you're starting to, you're like, there's some dangerous shit that could be going on in this place. And then you get, and Daniel's like, come on, where, you know, his, his context was, we know what we're doing. But then you look for, from the outside, you're like, well, hang on. If you're reading all of these reports from your missions, n- no, there's a lot of shit that goes wrong with you guys. Like, we trust you as an audience because we follow you <laughs> yeah. every week. But there's a lot of bad shit that goes on that you guys just managed to, like, through the skin of your teeth. Yeah. Um, win the missions. You say is- that you say that Simmons point. I'm pretty sure Kinsey brought that up in season one. Yeah, but I've never liked Kinsey. <laughs> Simmons is new. I'll hate him next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, chance. I, I do side with the. I do side with what I guess his point, Kinsey. But it's how he goes about it. Where Simmons is a little bit more subtle. Like he he's taking baby sit- steps. Whereas Kinsey, I think, just comes out and goes, "Yeah, oh yo, I was just vote me for president." I was like, just trying to bring up politics. That's all. Well, so what I appreciate you- that. <laughs> I think we've managed to go Nobody almost the whole that. season without bringing it up. <laughs> so what what exactly was his aim here? Like obviously, it, it came out that he is working for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you can assume that- who. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I, I just said his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is his like is is their whole thing that they want to get Hammond out so they can get someone else in? Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to get Hammond and the SG uh, SG one out <laughs> yeah. so that yeah, they right. can put their own sort of people in and their own. Yeah. Ultimately, tech. Hammond's on, on, in charge, but he's heavily influenced by SG one, and time and time again, they prove themselves to have the moral compass over top of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where it's like. If you can replace the flagship team with someone more sympathetic to their cause, mm. then you have more of an influence over the SGC and mm. maybe who yeah. commands it. Because if they piss off, then Hammond could be like, "It's not what I, you know, it's not what it used to be. This and that. You know what? I don't want this anymore because I can't control what these guys are doing. Blah blah blah. I'm out." They go, "Cool, Hammond's gone." Or you find a way yeah. to make him disappear. Anyway. Well, look at um, Shades of Grey in season three when they sort of converted that SG two leader, and he was mm. like leaving little secret bits of tech that, that we'd picked Pearl up. Make peace. That's <laughs> it on on planets so mm. that the NID could pick it up. And it's like, well, if the NID had their own sort of people running the SGC, mm. they wouldn't have to be so sort of covert with all that mm. kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. And then I guess with um, get a, get their agenda across that um, general radiation. That episode when um, they actually did get Hammond General out. General Mustache. <laughs> yeah, General Mustache. General Fallout, what do we call him? Oh, General what? Pullout. Um, but he's, uh, yeah, they they succeeded in that episode, essentially. Yeah. And, and got him kicked out, or blackmailed him, stole his grandchildren. Um, got, but Hammond left, and then they got him in, disbanded SG-1, and then um, that was sort of their, their goal, that came to fruition and yeah. it just so happened that they had to go and blow up a planet 
<laughs> and ruin it all for him. Well, no, and then also um, we we blackmailed Kinsey. Remember, um, Mayborn yeah, got all right. that information on the yeah, disc and stuff right. from Kinsey's computer. Mm. So we're holding that over Kinsey. Yeah, and I still don't so... reckon that floppy disk would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> it's frozen. Yeah, Mayborn could have um... just been sitting at the computer just really bullshitting. Yeah. And Kinsey's <laughs> like... They've got me. And he's yeah. like, really? I've got this shit. Yeah, oh, um, apparently, when this episode was written, it was originally they were going to bring back Mayborn, but then they realised, oh, he's not really an adversary anymore. Mm. He's kind of like that. He's mm. almost unless he's like a begrudging ally. Like we've worked with him, and he's kind yeah. of helped us out. So that's why they um, they but, created Simmons, and also because he was in last week's episode. So they were like, oh, well, let's just bring back that recurring sort he, of vi- new villain. He was really good. I really liked that actor, and just mm. the, the little things he did, like when he sh- when he held up that photo of of Daniel's ex girlfriend, mm. and he's like, "Who is this?" and then just drops it on the table. I'm just like little sh- little shit like <laughs> well, that. I'm like, you want to murder him? That is annoying, that. but he does it so well. well it's funny you he's say trolling that. Him. Is because <laughs> in the audio commentary, Peter DeLuise says um, the actor actually didn't want to hold up that photo, but Peter DeLuise is like, "No, Annalise Plowen is so beautiful, and we have that photo of her. Hold it up to camera, like right. so that we can get a shot of Annalise Plowen in there." And the actor who plays Simmons is just like, "You really want me to hold this up to camera?" And he's like, "Yes." Why didn't he want it? I don't know, because maybe he just... He's a dictator. Don't take, make, don't take the sense. focus off my face. <laughs> yeah. Probably. This is my so close-up, Mr. Dulu-Dulu. <laughs> well, he's already got to share it with Shanksy, and Shanksy would have commanded so much of the close-up. Yeah, that's true. He's like, stuff it. I've got 10% yeah. of screen time. Yeah. I need to... This, this photo's taking up at least two. He had all the almond muffins at brunch. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that you picked up on that, because that was obviously just a, a a moment that was sort of happened like on the day where it's like mm. the, the director was kind of pushing the actor one way, the actor didn't quite want to do it. And I guess that was his subconscious or conscious way of kind of trying to get rid of yeah, that photo. It was, it was, and for you, that was a you know a juicy moment. Yeah, so. that was one. It was one of the one of the few one of the few ones. Like he just sold it real well, where he's like, "I've got no time for your mm. bullshit. Just you know, concentrate on what I'm saying and give me the answers yeah. so I can." It's go like he's home. got so much distaste for SG One and Hammond, but yeah. it's like if this is the second week in a row when he's back trying to sort of you know yeah. get them out. But then Chuck he's playing that mm. disdain like he doesn't want to be the, there. I um, think the contrast between him and Kinsey for me is that it doesn't matter what you say to Kinsey, he'll walk out thinking he won. Whereas Simmons, yeah. you're like, SG1 made a lot of good points and shut him down and it was satisfying as a viewer to be like, yeah, take that mother. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know? no, nothing more satisfying than when he's interrogating <laughs> Teal. Oh my <laughs> so God. Good. Can we just talk about that for a second? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, have you got that audio, Matty? <laughs> Please. No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That was the best moment. Huge moment. That was be... like that's probably one of the best moments of yeah. SG One so far for yeah. me. I think Mitchell and I had watched that together years ago, and we watched <laughs> it and just frothed out. We had to rewind it <laughs> yeah. like three times yeah, just so we could keep watching it. Because when he says, you know, if I was still, you know, of uh, agent of Apostle, you'd know. It. He's like, yeah, really. He's like, yeah, it would become a mini. And he says he's immediately apparent. Yeah. I would not hesitate to kill you where you sit. And he kind of, he just, you see him lose a kilo immediately, <laughs> and then Teal sort of looks slowly directly towards him, sort of I've like soiled myself. Or could I? And he's Matt like, he's lost it. Maddie's about to lose a kilo out of his mouth. And just it out. I just, I thought it was safe to take a drink of water, and then Link's like, he just lost a kilo, and I'm like, what the. F- I like last week, Brennan talking about his AB, like the repeat button on your DVD, <laughs> yeah. was Carter in a tank top in the mirror for me and Lincoln. It was watching in this, in this yeah. episode with oh, Teal. Like, yeah. Oh, God, threaten him again, Teal. Don't yes. think I haven't used it on Teal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you don't need the digital zoom for yeah. that. <laughs> no, it's just either that or the uh, the the Tanith beat where the camera pans across from his jaw clenching just continuously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> I could watch that on repeat all day. That's like my my laptop screensaver. Just his just continue. It's like a boomerang of the jaw clench. So good. See, I'm I'm surprised to hear that that was your favorite part, Reese. I thought your favorite part would have been Teal with his new um, glider wing cannon. Just like hanging off the hip, just like that was pretty cool. And still not as good as the over the shoulder staff weapon blast. In <laughs> oh yeah, the first one. Imagine an over the shoulder staff cannon. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he's got one of those in his pants. Well, I'd be like, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about. That's what I meant. That, <laughs> you want to see my over the shoulder staff there's that, cannon? There's that broken part of the wing cannon that they've intentionally kind of left there to make it look like they've just snapped it off. It's like yeah. they could easily cut a little curve out of that, and he could just rock it up on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. Totally. You know? I feel like Bazooka. him holding it to the side though. It's like teal. You know, he's like, we we constantly find out like last week that he's watched Star Wars. I feel like before this episode, he just watched Judgment Day T two. Oh yeah, and so he's thinking of Arnie on top of the building, just with the like chain gun, just mowing people down. He's like, I can do well, this. Well, he obviously had that piece of seatbelt ready to go for yeah. whenever it was going to happen. Like, where, wow. There's no seatbelts in a glider, so where do they get that strap from? Well, I mean, that's probably what Tilt carries in his pack. Yeah, because he doesn't need a lot of the shit that everyone else needs. So he's like, he's not yeah. carrying a med kit. It's, it's like he's just in, yeah, it's yeah. just in case or packs. Food. Like, yeah, he just walks around the base grabbing random shit. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna take this. I'll take that. Five need to have a cannon hanging off yeah. me this yeah. piece of strap will work perfectly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I put that in my top pocket next to my radio takes it out of O'Neill's like... car or something so he doesn't yeah. have a passenger seat <laughs> anymore. what happened to this I do not know <laughs> on base he, he steals like shit that he absolutely doesn't need like one day like he'll go on holiday and they have the cleaners come in and he's just got like a hundred staplers <laughs> and he's sewing all the forks from the cafeteria but no one says anything to him because they're so afraid <laughs> Goes back to Chulak and starts dealing him and stuff because yeah. to them it really means a lot. They're like, whoa. They got forks. Oh, <laughs> shit. Is it crazy It'll fork trade in Chulak? <laughs> Becomes a new currency. SG, yeah, SG1 oh, go back. They're all wearing them as necklaces and shit. <laughs> And when you brought up Craig earlier, I thought he was going to mention how awesome O'Neill was in his guerrilla warfare tactics. Him versus 20 dudes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I love that shit. I'm sure he got hard over that. He counted 15, mate. Yeah, but there were more. (laughs) I counted 20. More what? Oh, you can't count. Yeah, because he had had two claymores and a grenade. Yeah. And at least three three dudes went out on each of those. And I, (laughs) I got a little nitpick with that. The uh, the grenade trip wire, like mm. that blew up as soon as he tripped that wire. It wasn't a, it wasn't a th- it wasn't a three or five second delay like a grenade does, mm. or is it was that a special grenade? Oh, special grenade, mate. Special grenade. <laughs> he, he tweaked it obviously. Yeah, well, he's got skills, well, mate. he was before he became a nil. He was MacGyver. So. <laughs> Funny you say that. In the audio commentary, Peter DeLuise actually specifies that because there's a lot of O'Neill going and laying traps, but there's like the inserts where it cuts to just his hands moving. That's actually Silas' hands doing that. But the reason Peter DeLuise did it is because that's what MacGyver was known for, is MacGyver would be doing stuff, but it'd always be either cut to an insert of him fiddling with whatever it was. So Peter DeLuise was going, like, let's just go full MacGyver on this Classic. One. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's How there, many times did he just run you? and yeah. jump over that wall? Yeah. You're right, Tyler. Yes! It's like sick. Oh, I, <laughs> I love it. I think I love it because we've never seen him have to do anything like that by himself. Whenever he's laying traps or he's surveying the place or he's in a, in a position to defend, he is always with Teal mm. or Carter yeah. or something. Delegating. This, he was with an injured guy that was 
giving him nothing. And he was covering some distance. Like he was going yeah. to serve, come back. Like you're right. He was, it he was carried him. him all the way. Yeah. He was back Jeez, to his you're heavier than you look. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, look throughout that whole heavy. episode, I'm watching, um, O'Neill, RDA, going, oh, I hope his knees are all right. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Every Couldn't single help, but... time, they'll always just talk about how bad his knees are and this and that. But um, <laughs> he just, not only did he carry Tyler, he carried the whole episode. Yeah. Like, there no, was so much good. where he just had it on him. Yeah. And he was just chatting away and he, did, he doesn't overplay anything. You know, I remember, you know, how you guys always say, in the director's commentaries or whatever, they'll say Amanda Tapping has a real problem if it's just her. It's really yeah. shitty. Yeah. Or if it's just her and someone else, they need someone strong or else her. Yeah. She overacts, whatever. But he goes the complete opposite. Yeah. He nails it. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, like Mitch said, Tyler was giving him absolutely nothing. Mm. Like, couldn't even catch a walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <that is. laughs> you just throw it at him and look and go, what are you, what are you doing? What is this? Because he's an alien. He's not used to shit like that. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what he's <laughs> so doing. So funny. But yeah, I love it. I love how you can you can sort of tell what's happening in O'Neill's head, but at the same time, you have no idea. Yeah. Mm. It's just the way he, he acts and yeah. talks, and then you're like... Instinct and training. Yeah. And, yeah. I was so thinking about the other day, you know how he's like, how he goes, oh, we'll wait till the Jaffa go away. And I always think he always pronounces words wrong. <laughs> and do you think he does that on purpose? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. an intentional form of disrespect. Yeah. Like, oh, that's why it's like, um, hmm. Tilk and uh, Daniel are really the only ones who will sp- pronounce it correctly hmm. because that's, you know, obviously Tilk's culture, but then, you know, Daniel's the, you know, the Linguist. nerdy linguist and all that kind of stuff yeah. whereas yeah like Hammond and um, uh, O'Neill and a lot of the other humans like especially the military mm. is their intentional way of just disrespecting the enemy but that's a good <laughs> word like I would feel like that would be the only word that you'd get right like it's one thing not to say Goa'uld but just say Gould as he says yeah. Yeah. But Daniel would, says that a few times yeah, yeah yeah he falls into it and everyone around there I'm like that's fine you know it's easier than having the apostrophe and worrying about that but <laughs> yeah. I feel like one of his best friends is a Jafar so when he comes he goes the Jaffa I'm like, yeah. dude, you're now yeah. you're offending Teal. But a I mean, bit. Like, we're all we're all lifelong Stargate fans. Do we go to the movies and buy a box of Jaffas? No, we go to the movies and buy a box of Jaffas. Like, yeah, but I mean, you know, Teal's not a, a, a delicious treat. Yeah, but when you, you know? watch Aladdin, and, yes, are you he watching is. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, he <laughs> is. Teal, we'll circle back to that. But I just want to circle back to this first. Yes, Teal is a delicious chocolate treat. He is the most delicious treat ever. He's not a little delicious treat. No, but he's a delicious chocolate treat. Oh goddamn meal! Oh god! But when you're watching Aladdin, you don't go Jaffa, Jaffa. He's our man. He can do it great. But that's. That's, that's Jafar. He's got an R on the end. Uh, <laughs> I never knew that. To be totally oh, yeah, Jafar's got an R on the end. Oh, Everyone, um, we, 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 again, who cares about the grammar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah or spelling. It's the, fine, the funny right. part where he takes that off was when he's uh, the, getting back the Hathor episode when it, when they uh, and he they think he's got a girl in his head. And yeah. he comes down and he's like, all right, I got this. And he, and he goes, he thinks I am one, right? And he comes yeah. down and he's like, Jaffa Cree. And the guy starts speaking in Gaul to him. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. you heard me? I said, Cree. Cree. Yeah. And you're like, yes. <laughs> Hang um, on, you just said Cree before. You said Cree. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally different. That's what they say. <laughs> I now, like it how they didn't let him shave either in this. They're like, yeah, you can have the growth. Oh, he did they? a bit of stubble. I thought yeah. he had a goatee at one point, but it just doesn't grow there. Uh, yeah, I had the problem. <laughs> it was only like a day. Yeah. Like he's got mad growth. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny you all uh, brought up the uh, the amount of dead Jafar that were around because uh, you oh, weren't dude. you weren't the only people that noticed. It's like Fifty. Um, <laughs> it's the least we uh, <laughs> we haven't done it in a while, but I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. 
Gather round the oh. fire. Ah, professional. Here comes it off. Oh, my God. Made possible, thanks to Matt Cormack, sending us Ooh. through the... Uh, you, sorry, just while we're speaking about growth, he obviously hasn't shaved since the last time we had Graham. Graham. <laughs> I love the beard. You're looking great. Fantastic. Absolutely. Manicured. I think about downstairs, because he's not wearing any pants, and he definitely hasn't shaved down there <laughs> no, either. There's no manscaping. Yeah. Well, I, see, I can't see under the piano from here. <laughs> oh, I'm under the piano, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, DeLuise teasingly hangs his head in shame when he recounts his most vivid memory from the making of Fifth Man. We killed a lot of Jafar. We killed too many Jafar, apparently, he says. <laughs> At the end of the episode, there was a shot of O'Neill and the rest of the guys walking towards the Stargate. There were dead Jafar on the ground because they were guarding the Stargate and there was a battle. O'Neill had to walk around one of the fellas who was mm. dead on the ground and I got in trouble for showing that. I had to go to the How Come room for that one. <laughs> the powers that be said, why did you have him step over that dead guy? And I said, it's in the script. They took care of the guards. What were they supposed to do? Be gone or missing? Uh, it became a big issue. I was a bloodthirsty American director who liked dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> Deeply unaffected by the slur, DeLuise goes on. If you recall in Wormhole Extreme, which is the upcoming 100th episode, uh, when the colonel played by my brother Michael DeLuise has a kissing scene with the alien princess, he says, there's all these dead bodies here. I can't have a kissing scene with all these dead bodies. That was a direct result of the issue in The Fifth Man. The way they decided to deal with it in the end was by zooming in on the shot of O'Neill stepping over the Jafar so that you couldn't see what he was stepping over. Asked oh, if Graham's out. See you, Graham. Someone got another twenty bucks. That's just <laughs> the budget. That's Ten the more budget. seconds. Give me another twenty. I think seconds. that's the. I think that's the longest we've ever gone. Graham's like, okay, I've given you an Even extra Graham five seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Graham. Thanks, mate. See you, buddy. Sorry. Asked Cheers, if mate. there really is a how come room. Peter Deloise replies, "Of course. If the powers that be want to know uh, how come you do this or how come you do that, you have to step into the how come room. We don't have a what are you thinking room at Stargate because that would be too big." Uh, the how come room is a manageable size. I have, have a different come room. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir! Well done! How come today? Um, I yeah. like the idea that, like, just the amount of bodies, like, when you were describing that, just the, the like, they're having to step over them and around them. I think it's because I saw it on TV the other week, 300, like, where they're actually building the wall, and one of the Persians comes up and says how much they're going to, like, kill all these Greeks. And then that Persian guy realizes the wall that the 300 soldiers are building is made from dead Persians. <laughs> like, you imagine if, like, the, a fresh batch of Jafar show up 10 minutes ago on that episode, and O'Neill's, like, building a new fort out of <laughs> yeah. dead Jafar going, what? I did this by myself, and now I've got Teal with a side cannon here. Boom! Resourceful. What are you going to do? Yeah, absolutely. I'm MacGyver. I did, yeah, I did a... I mean, I didn't do a head count, but I'm kind of estimating there was at least 50 Jafar that they killed. Yeah. And Peter there's Deleuze only four had 12 cameos. Quick estimate. Yeah, but yeah. cannon. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that cannon was like <laughs> just like launching guys into the air like five at a time. Yeah, yeah. it was well, next level. I, I think I was going to... I think I wrote it down as the final battle. It ended up being like the second final. But with, yeah, when it was... You saw that great like crane shot and them just all like rushing in from the distance. I don't know whether it was like some really bad I just got shot acting or it was really bad editing, but like you'd see them get shot and it was almost like if you were playing, you know, cowboys with your kids or something. It's like, all right, now I'm going to shoot you and then you got to fall down. And then I get the, it's like, all right, bang. And they're like, oh, um, now I'll hop down. It's like, no, it's a lot faster than that because you see like O'Neill shoot. You saw the sparks come off their uh, Jafar um, armor and then they'd be like, oh no. And they'd sort of like then kind of awkwardly fall down. And I'm like, is that where the editor is supposed to like cut to another yeah, shot, yeah. or is that just really, really bad? I acting? think there's even one there where it's like he gets <laughs> he gets yeah. he gets shot in the back by I think by Teal'c, 
but then instead of falling yeah. forwards like you would, he like falls Falls to the side or something like that. It's like, no, that's not yeah. that's not how that would happen. They really want to milk it. Yeah. They really want to milk it. Yeah. They just to sort of yeah. go, oh, this is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> like great shot. Ah! Django Unchained, where like Jamie Foxx from the top of the staircase like shoots, I don't know who's just some bloke, like point blank front on. And as he shoots him with this giant like cannon of a of a pistol, he flies sideways into another room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I get that it would have the power, but probably not the bending from wanted power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I'm going to shoot you in the face, but it's going to come at gonna, you from the other room in the cur- side. I'm going to curve this bullet. It made yeah. me laugh that bit, but also it annoyed me. Yeah, I know. Mm. Like, I oh god, you're so close to finishing this movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this to be a nitpick that I've got. Come on. Yeah. No, we we um we just did a war film and we had to learn. How they, they, they go, we've got to teach you how to die properly. And it, it sounds... It's like, how do you know? You've never sounds, done it. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to hey, finish off by shitting people. yourself? Well, <laughs> our, our military yeah. advisor has just has spent over 20 or 30 years in the service. And he, they actually showed us this video, which he's like, look, it had been leaked online. And then he like managed to show us. He's like, this is an r- actual video of someone getting shot by a sniper. Bullshit. Nah. Oh, it, and um, so this person has went to go take some soldiers with an RPG and he... sorry whenever you say that you've got to be in Call of Duty RPG yeah, yeah, yeah. or Olympus always... has fallen yeah. Gerard Butler with a mixture of a couple of accents in one <laughs> RPG <laughs> what did you just say Gerard yeah. what we can't understand you yeah. stop talking about the side of your mouth sorry what <laughs> Just making mental note to work on Gerard Butler accent. <laughs> oh no! Combination of two different accents. Oh, how, wow. How's it sound now as we stand? Oh yeah. Let's, how, let's, right. we, we need a before and after yeah. from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the, well, the before is what, what we said in the other episode. So that's that's fine. Well, give us the most classic one. Give him. He's a Scotsman putting on an English accent as a Greek uh, god <laughs> in uh, in three hundred. Give us this is Sparta right now. Yeah. No, nah, it's fine. Come on, no, come I'm on. Good. I'm good. You can do it. I still, I need, I need that audio. Who was it? Uh, who are we going to get to send it into us? Uh, Johnny, was it Johnny Grimerson? We're going to get to send us in. Yeah, yeah. I still need that. I need that as a. As Makes a you think point. of when Family Guy paid out Liam Neeson. They're like Liam Neeson's a cowboy, <laughs> and they're like <laughs> trying to pay out his accent. Trying to do you know <laughs> that that little gag in uh, Family Guy is the reason they got him in a Thousand Ways to Die in the West. He said to Seth MacFarlane, he said, okay, I'll be in your movie, but I want to use my original, my own accent. That's right. So Mitch, that's why he's like an Irishman in the Wild West. In Mitch, you told me that West. one. I was just like, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. Perfect. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> so, that, so you learnt to die properly? Well, we all had to watch this video of this dude getting killed. And, uh, yes. and he said, every notion that you have has been of, of someone getting shot and dying and everything is being really Hollywoodized, if yeah. that's even a proper word. But Absolutely said, it is. Everyone wants to... <laughs> sort of milk that death thing. And he's like, mm. to be honest, go 100% in the other direction. Yeah. He said, this dude, mm. and he shows this video, and he shows it to us in, in normal time, and then he slows it down, and this dude um, sort of runs into the middle of the road, takes a knee, and he doesn't do it slow either. He just runs. As soon as he takes the knee, he gets shot three times within the space of half a second. Wow. The first one goes through wow. his chest and ricochets off the ground behind him. You see the spark, mm. and he was going frame by frame. And as he was going, like after the first bullet hit, the next one hit him on the through the side of the head, and before his body hits the ground, he gets shot another time in the head. Shit! As he's and but it was just this thing of going, turn the off switch on a toy, essentially like limp. It just, just it just cr- crumbled. Yeah, he Toy was Story. He went. Yeah, he, could have yeah. could have just watched Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you got to see this guy yeah. getting shot three times. Yeah. Yeah. Woody went. <laughs> 
Andy will come into the room or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's that was it. just Lincoln's out there. Now when I... khaki in the jungle. I am Woody. I am That's Woody. it. I am Woody. Now when, now when I go to watch Lincoln's movie, first, every time someone collapses, no, I'm just, I'm just going to think, Andy's coming. Andy. Andy's coming. Yeah, and it's that. And then uh, so every time you sort of see these things where you were just saying, like the shot through the back, but somehow managed to jump to the side yeah. and yeah. do a triple somersault with a twist on it. <laughs> It was just like, okay, okay. The, the director's obviously going, ah, stuff it. I feel Why? like... Because America. America. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that guy who taught you all that is clearly isn't a father because Brennan and I would just be like, just be like a three-year-old at the shops. It's like, yeah. let's go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> just collapse on the ground. And then you have to pull them like an injured soldier on the battlefield. You will drag them down aisle eight at Coles. Simon's and scary. They'll just be happy. I'll, I'll get dragged. I don't care. I'll lick this around. They're just if going it... full Gandhi, just passive resistance. Oh my god, they're the worst. I'm like, you know what you do? You go on full Woody from Toy Story too. Uh... Now, um, uh, we were asked in our uh, mailbag a few weeks ago what our other favourite sci-fi shows and stuff were, and Mitch, you mentioned you really enjoyed X Files. Yeah. Well, I thought you might get a kick out of a little bit of trivia that uh, Peter DeLuise gave us during the auto commentary. Uh, this episode takes place in a place we refer to as Red Rock Canyon. Episodes New Ground and First Commandment took place here as well. Ooh. And uh, this is called Red Rock Canyon because the rock has been painted red by the X-Files uh, to simulate the desert rust. And it was uh, left like that for the X-Files. And every movie after that has taken advantage of that desert rust look. Wow. Geez, they use some pretty high tech uh, or heavy duty paint. Yeah, that's yeah. lead based. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's outside. It's fine. Mad color bond. There's all these ads on TV going. You know, rust proof for five years or yeah. something like that. Jeez. That waddle solar guard. Yeah, what are these guys using? Yeah. Paint a rock. <laughs> Jeez, how much power do the X Files? They show up and they're like, "Okay, we're painting this whole yeah. canyon red." Here's like this beautiful natural canyon. Yeah. Let's just paint it. Oh, yeah. it's, it's nothing on the indigenous. People of uh, this country, mm. their paintings have lasted thousands of years. Very That's true. true. So, That's mm-hmm. true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Rock based. How awesome do the Rioles look? Rioles? Yeah, yeah. Riol. Yeah, the Riol. Oh, yeah, that was so cool, man. Yeah. That shot where he just like touches O'Neill's head and then O'Neill's like, whoa. Mad dreadies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah, an yeah, it's like a yeah, skeleton Why is your hair moving in slow motion? <laughs> <laughs> look like an alien version of the twins from The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. yeah. They were cool. And I'm like, I want to oh, see yeah. you guys show up more just so I can, like, it's a, such a different looking alien for this show. But then he the starts... The CGI version, which costs too much. Yeah. yeah. Then he starts running through the bush and oh, you're like, oh, that room yeah, Gumby. It's like watching Totally Gumby. The actual Gumby. Yeah. Where's Pokey? <laughs> I think the bit that makes it for me is where he actually goes, I'll give you a glimpse, touches his temple, like pretty hard, and then you see O'Neill's reaction before you see the CGI. Yeah. So you're like, oh shit, something's coming. Yeah. And that that it was super close up, so mm. you're like, oh, what the f***? Uh. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. like, I remember watching that episode like 2am because I'd got the box set and i just charged through and got to that point and I was, I was already jittery mm. and that freaked me the f- out <laughs> <laughs> Especially like, that was so unexpected too. That yeah. face, like yeah. that was the last thing you would think is like a skeleton with dreadlocks. dreadlocks. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you almost expect for it to cut back, and it's like that same actor just with like a a, prosthetic, a, like, or a, like yeah. a chalk. So well, you'll, so you'll see him change, or yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. looks like one of those vagina offices. faces or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really humanized, but just with well, some big, big difference that yeah. it's funny separates you, him from O'Neill. It's funny you man. say that, Lincoln, because what I was concerned about, I was trying to think about the logistics of it. Is back on the base, Janet has Tilk's jacket, 
with some kind of odd yellow like discharge in a spray pattern <laughs> on his jacket. <laughs> so how did Tyler do that? We come, never come established. Room. Yeah, how did <laughs> like how did Tyler we created it for this episode. get it onto all four of SG One so that they would all believe who he was? Yeah. Just a mad super they're, genius. They're, they're all asleep. <laughs> and then they're all in the camp, and he's running. Well, it obviously it's a did. defense mechanism. <laughs> There's no it's sexual like build-up. It's like aggressive. Um, <laughs> Jurassic Park. The dinosaur. Like a skunk. The like. more the more vicious it is, the more I, you know. The more well, potent. And obviously he had to take a... Obviously he'd used it a lot because he had to take a break because he had none left to use on all the Jafar that were chasing him. Yeah, yeah that's why I think that's, that's what why he could have done. I'm so trying. <laughs> I'll injure my leg. four times That's not my leg. He was like the after it's not the after effects of the guys in Orgasmo when they come three times in like five seconds and it just like renders them immobile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's not my leg and that's not an injury. That's rub burn. Well, that, that scene from Scary Movie where Anna Faris is like, like plastered to the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember thought... desperate. Sorry, just from that. I remember being so desperate to go and see scary movie, but I wasn't fifteen yet, and it's rated MA fifteen plus uh, for us here in Australia. And so my dad had to take me to go see oh scary movie. <laughs> like <laughs> I am so every movie. If we go, like Lincoln and I were talking about movies, and it's like, okay, would this be good for dad? It's like most of the time, that ninety five percent of the answer is no. Mm. It's not for your dad. <laughs> That's just John Wayne. No. <laughs> now in the top sort of like one percent of movies that are definitely definitively don't even bring up if you're in the same suburb as dad is probably scary movie so i think at that moment <laughs> did you enjoy the movie at that point then? see i was like because i sat separately to him he's like oh, you go and sit up the front i think so he knew so he could leave whenever he wanted yeah. and wouldn't disrupt me and he said that was the only thing that gave him like a tiny little chuckle shooting anna faris to the ceiling and then his whole body just like <laughs> And I suppose Becoming mummified and dad's apparently that's just why went, it's a full skeleton. <laughs> and that was enough. And then he left the cinema. Well, I suppose that, that was that would have been good for you too at fifteen. You don't want to sit next to your dad when you're getting an awkward bono in no, the, in the I cinema. I sat next so... to my mum and dad and my uncle in Knocked Up, where you had the crowning scene. Oh, jeez, oh, yeah. that's oh, fine, mate. We share. We share a lot. <laughs> you would have been a bit older though, then. Yeah. Then I was then. fine. Yeah. Then it was like, why are you going to the movies with your mum and your dad and your uncle? But that's <laughs> yeah. a different. That's fine. <laughs> but fifty years later, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you're taking them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, speaking of O'Neill reaction scenes that you were just saying before, how cool it was, he's really, really good at his sort of, when it's just him, You, it, whatever the reaction may be, he owns it. Mm. And I, my favourite of this whole episode was, and it's something that I've rewound many, many times because of how... F- absolutely hilarious it is is when he said when they're just planning to go retake the stargate they've realized that he's a friend and he's just like all right you know daniel you do this rah, rah, rah. and he's like all right go with what is your name anyway and he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, he, and he has this look of like what what, what the f-? yeah yeah did you even say anything he's making sounds yeah. and then he does that whole you were he looks like he's trying to take a deep breath and everything. He's like, Tyler. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> His reaction with all those things, he just, he, for some, uh, however he does it, he is the master of it. Yeah. yeah. There's and a reason his, his uh, name is above the credits. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's, what it's, got it's, you there? It's Comedic like, timing. Yeah. It's a bit like that. Well, he, he does that this episode. And then, in a monologue, And then right? next week, mm, he yeah. just goes like full drama. It. Like Red Sky next week, he just goes full drama in that. Yeah, that's it. Right. So, um, yeah, he definitely earns it. Like, he's got, he's got a good range. Mm. Yeah, it's that inner monologue when you're acting. It's kind of like you you have to think 
and yeah, this is what I'm saying, do, but here's I'll yeah. write down next to it what I'm actually yeah. thinking. You need some subtext. Could you say, oh, it's, it's it's funny you say subtext. I was just about to say, oh, do you mean something by subtext? <laughs> uh, Peter DeLuise, uh once again, bringing the goods, has a, a little bit of subtext for the uh, scenes between uh, Hammond and Fraser. Good segue. <laughs> Anyone I send back to the planet would be compromised. Now, this scene, I'm always giving them subtext for their scenes, what to play. And this scene, I told Don and Terrell both that this scene marks the beginning of their romantic relationship. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that they played it quite well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't want to spoil that for Reese for when we get to that part of of the series when, you know, Hammond and Fraser get together. But... Got it on! Got it on! That's how Hammond says it. They also go into the come explain room. It's like, after a a debrief, he's like, Doctor, can I see you for a second? For an examination? I need to report to the infirmary. His grandkids are always getting, you know, kidnapped, so he needs to make a few more backups. So. (laughs) (laughs) Initiate some real wildfire. So I just want to, again, talk about how there's 50 Jafar. Oh, Jesus. Oh, here we go. Mm. But SG1 didn't get a freaking scratch. Oh, mate. It's because they're that good. They're, they're up on the hill. They're up on the hill, right? They're up on the hill. 30 Jafar come through the gate. Wouldn't they just be like, oh, there they are. <laughs> oh, you can see them easily. No, they're in camouflage and they're crouched down there. <laughs> they're wearing the camo gear. Jackson, Brendan. Yeah. Jafar, I love it. Jafar oh. don't have binoculars. He's got that big yeah. horn. That's all they've got. <laughs> I love it. They're they spaceships. SG1. <laughs> SG1 come back in to save O'Neill and Tyler. He just comes screaming in, shooting and shooting, and then who does? Cuts to um, Jackson in his do rag. Oh yeah. like, he's just sprinting through with this mass with this sweet P90. I'm like, yeah, that's an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the Indiana Jones School of Archaeology. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were you were arguing in season one, but that's what we knew was coming. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> at that moment, I thought to myself, has he done basic training? Absolutely. <laughs> Surely. How cool would that have actually, that. just thinking back to uh, whatever that episode was where his girlfriend did get taken over, if you'd never get him, but Harrison Ford was his old mentor, and then you could have like yeah. had a shared universe, like, oh shit, he oh, got yeah. trained by Indiana Jones. That's why he's so <laughs> That's badass. That's the Crystal nice. Skull is shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was taking a bad inspiration from Nestor. <laughs> oh, we can do aliens. No, shut up, George. No, <laughs> no. Now, we've spoken a lot about the Jafar, but we never actually find out who the Jafar belonged to in this episode. Mm. Uh, we actually find it later on. These are actually, like, uh, based on the symbol on the head, they're actually the Jafar of Tilgath, who we never really actually oh. see. The yeah, only see time, him, the other on time the we see him <laughs> is the opening of Evolution mm-hmm. when he's killed by the Cull Warriors. So it's just Ramius been, and Tilgath. Yeah. yeah, so it's just yeah. been kind of um, open-ended up until then. But yeah, it turns out these were Tilgaths. Tilgath. They look like testicles. <laughs> yeah, too little. <laughs> on their head. So I'll tell you my story, boys. Oh. Yeah. So um, a couple of days ago, I went for a job interview. At a place, I think it's a job that you used to do, Matty, uh, mm. reading the um, traffic for the radio stations. Oh, good luck, mate. <laughs> and um, so anyway, I rock up to this um, to this job interview. Out at Redcliffe? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he sits me down. He's like, oh, let's just, you know, what's the Reese story? So I give him the lowdown. And um, he had this um, tattoo sleeve where the, all the characters from Justice League all the way up his arm. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm a bit, of a, I'm a, bit of a... Um, yeah, a bit of a comic book fan myself, comic book heroes and that sort of thing. He's like, oh, okay. So, and then was going on about, um, about, you know, what I do and blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, we, I, I actually do a podcast for about Stargate, the old TV show. He goes, Stargate. I go, yeah, I know, it's actually got quite a big following still. And he goes, all right, here's your next interview question. 
Who invented the it's original... time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. <laughs> who, who invented the... Thanks for ruining my, my punchline. Oh. Who invented... <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, who, in, who originally invented the Nakwita generator? And I could not remember. Oh, no. And I was like, this is the highest stakes ever of has been, Reese been paying attention. Oh, <laughs> shit. And I'm like, and I sat there and I'm thinking, I'm like, shit, I do not know. And I go, I was thinking to myself, I know Carter had something to do with yeah. it, but, um, and then I'm like, I can't just say nothing because he'll think that I'm just full of shit and I don't like yeah. Stargate. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't the Tolan, was it? And he goes, no. And I'm like, oh, God. It was Marin. It was a little girl, yeah. Marin. Bloody yeah. nanite head. What were, yeah. they, what were their race called? I don't know. But um, anyway, I got the job, guys. Oh, did you? <laughs> Do you know, I think, I think technically I still work there. Like, I never actually got fired. Not anymore, you don't. Well, no, I never. <laughs> I, <laughs> I still have a key to the place. I never got fired. Like they, they were like, I was, I was doing weekends for, all, and the guy that hired me doesn't even work there anymore. So no one knows. Right. I think I'm still technically on the payroll. Like I never got like a separation certificate or anything. I yeah, think I've right. still got the keys to my old job too. Yeah. Well, I just they just kind of they said, Great oh, movies. when that new when that <laughs> right. when that old guy from like four BC or four BH came back um, a couple of years ago, they're like, oh, he wants to do live traffic. You're not quite there for that yet. So that we're gonna take you off your Saturday afternoons just for a couple of weeks. And um, he's like, well, don't worry, we'll put you back on, put you back on. And then, like, two months later, like, I still hadn't been put back and on anything. never saw him again. And then, and then my boss, the, um, Jace Barker, like, he doesn't work there anymore. So I was like, I still have a key and a, and a I think, valid code to the alarm system. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. But I, they never rang me to give it back, so it's in the drawer somewhere. As soon as you walked out, they're like, change the locks. <laughs> Loved it if your boss had have just gone, when you said Tolan, he would have gone, Reese, your father made you wrong. <laughs> like a big fan. Yeah. The greatest. I like how you best. said, you're like, I've got to say something, otherwise you'll think I'm lying. Like, you <laughs> yeah. just went in, like, yeah. just a random thing. You're like, oh, yeah, I did do a Stargate podcast. Like, you just pulled out some weird, <laughs> yeah, weird reference. Like, you could have gone in there like, oh, yeah, I write a uh, I write a blog for a Ben 10, yeah. you know. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm going to, you know. And then he goes, I'm calling bullshit yeah. on that. I'm going to ask yeah. him some yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. What's your favourite Ben 10 alien? But then I'm like, <laughs> this is like, I wasn't prepared for a follow-up question. <laughs> so, uh, rugby league. get in a gate. Now brought to you by the uh, Traffic Network. Uh, <laughs> yeah. great, great people. Great people. ATN. ATN. Thank you very much. You want to sponsor the show. Yeah. You know what? Stargate has such a broad fan base. Mm. It is unreal. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just saying that. One of my best mates, I was, um, I was, I was hanging out with last night. Such a lad, wouldn't have ever expected him to watch the show. He said, "What are you doing tomorrow?" I said, "Oh, I'm going to do um, a podcast that my brother and a few of the boys um, do." He's like, "Oh, okay, what is?" It? I said, "I best show ever." But you, I don't, I, don't I, I, I literally started with best show ever, but I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Stargate SU, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, bro," and he's like such a dude. I would never have expected. And he's like, "I said, have you watched?" It? He goes, "Mate, on." I have watched everything to do with Stargate ever. And he goes, I said, have you even seen Universe? He goes, yeah, man. Oh, no. And he goes, <laughs> that, that, word, talk- that wording is now, have you even seen Origin? And no, then- no, no. <laughs> no, you beat me to my punch. Oh, hey, oh, Jesus. Oh, Let funny. someone tell a story. Don't interrupt me. Jesus. <laughs> One week he's want to contribute, next week you don't. Know, oh, right. For someone who has been interrupted, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just stick to I'll just stick to yes and <laughs> return to <laughs> yes, oh, this, yes this has been and a great match. Uh, Fifteen love. At least, <laughs> at least you're getting involved this week. <laughs>
15 off. Yes, and... But to touch on that, uh, he goes, yeah, they're all awesome, except for this one they've just made that looks like it has the budget of about 12 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, what is... And he goes, yeah, I don't know. It's like the newest one. And I say, is it Origin? He goes, yeah, that piece of shit. And I was like, oh, mate, you got to talk to the boys. Let me show you a podcast. Oh, have we got a podcast they, for you? <laughs> and he's like, oh, sick, man. That ruined everything. And I was like... Well, we didn't do. ruin it. No, ruin the canon. Yeah. Oh, like, it's yeah, a, yeah. Whatever. Well, it, that's the problem. It didn't ruin the canon, and that's what makes it a piece of shit. Uh, is that it fits in? Yeah. Like, like ninety five percent of it. Control. Ninety five percent of it ruins yeah. the canon, and then five percent's just like quick. How do we f- this over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like let's make a show, and then the, the ending of it will render the whole show useless. Like, <laughs> yeah. good pitch. Yeah. Well done. Go write some more shit. You still haven't seen it yet, have you, Link? No, I don't. No. Yeah, yeah well, no need. Don't do it. Wanted no to watch need. some grass grow. Yes, and? <laughs> oh, oh, tell me about it. Um, <laughs> actually, you sent something through during the week, Brennan. I think what you were watching this episode, and you took a, a photo of the screen during yeah. the episode where they show. Um, yeah, not it wasn't, wasn't that. And he sent that photo on later. Um, but <laughs> it was during the video that they play back to. Who do they actually show? Carter? And it was like, here's your briefing. There's no Tyler in yeah, the room, as you Daniel. said. So yeah. Daniel, yeah. And yeah. they said, there's no Tyler in the room. He said, oh, that could have been anything. And they go, look at the time code. Yeah. And then that was the quote that you used. And the time code was 10 11 2001. Yeah. So October 11th, 2001, right? And yeah. the day you were watching it was October 11th, obviously 2018. But yeah. it was just like this weird thing that yeah. we're actually watching this. Yeah, it was weird. Well, do, do you just know- look at the time code and I look like that and I go, oh! <laughs> well, see, <laughs> today. Does that change every day I watch it? <laughs> yeah. No, see, the reason I went ah! when I saw that is because that's actually an excerpt from uh, Entity. That's when the little Entity yeah, uh, video yeah, yeah. camera is oh, watching right. them. So it's like, no, we've got to sit through Entity again. No, no, it's a flashback. Like, but that's the gag. It's a clip show. That's the gag where Daniel goes, that could be any briefing. <laughs> like, it was a different it briefing. Was. Well, given and that then this that's episode when... comes out, came out in like July, and then that time code is from October. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm. But I like the idea that he's like, that could have been from anything. And then you cut in Ron Howard's narration from Rest of Development going, it, it was. was. <laughs> 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 uh, we get it. <laughs> uh, good. good. But then you also sent through a screenshot uh, yesterday and it was the guys over at Gatecast and they uh, put out a tweet saying happy birthday to Dion... Johnstone. John- Johnstone, who plays... Tyler. Tyler, and it's his birthday. So not only are we watching oh, the, an episode where they... Sure, 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 sure. Uh, Shakaka. Shakaka. Yes, we did it. Ooh, uh, go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> go on. You're gone. Go on. Uh, the 11th of October is also uh, Claudia Black's birthday, who plays Vala in oh, seasons s- 9 and 10. Who? <laughs> Shut up, mate. No one cares. That's, that's Tilk's mate from a uh, couple of episodes. Valour. Valour. Like the fabric? I don't know. What do you say? And you know what else we should say? Today is the 14th of October. Happy birthday to Reese Gibson. Oh, oh, thanks, yeah, thanks, guys. 21 mate. plus 10. Above and beyond for this show, not only did you come in during your honeymoon, to record yeah. some shows. You also come in on your birthday. Yeah. But can I just what say, oh, Lincoln Lewis has come in 10 days before his birthday. So, <laughs> oh, so yeah. Not all heroes wear cape, boys. <laughs> <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. 
You are wearing a cape. <laughs> yeah, but not all of yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> some do. Like, some like, don't. Call Just... him Superman. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. We got you a stripper cape, guys. So... <laughs> it's Graham. Graham. <laughs> oh, that's why he's wearing no pants. <laughs> yeah, that's why he had a trim. <laughs> That's why I was under the piano before. <laughs> Crapping him. Building the cake around him. It's more of a cupcake, isn't it? Adding, no, it's, add, a, it's a bunt cake. Just, uh, just adding some frosting, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. His, his stripper name is Mascarpone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I better loosen up my jaw. I guess it's birthday BJ's all around then. All righty. Um, let's get out of here. I changed my birthday to October as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to find, find out if Reese's been paying attention. 30 seconds on the clock. Oh, I hope this goes Five, better than my job interview. Five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Who invented... No, I'm joking. <laughs> if you get it wrong, you're fired from the podcast. <laughs> Who invented the neck with a generator? No. Uh, Carter. No. <laughs> Incorrect. Your father made you wrong. Okay. You're fired. The nano jig. <laughs> All right, time starts at the end of this one. Lieutenant Tyler was actually an alien. What was the name of his race? Oh, the bloody Real. Correct. Where did Lieutenant Tyler say he was from? Oh, bloody Texas. Correct. What weapon did Tilk use during SG-1's ambush? Cannon. Side Correct. cannon. What is the name of the actor that plays Lieutenant Tyler? Johnstone. Correct. What was the name of the dipshit colonel in Bane? What? Bane. Colonel. <laughs> Come on, mate, you know this. You're a true fan. The only one. Dipshit Colonel. Come Colonel. On. Come on. Colonel Mustache. Colonel. Oh, no. Colonel. Oh, so fucking... close. Mayborn. That was a throwaway. That was Mayborn. That was Is he a Colonel? Harry yeah. Mayborn. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. That's the third time you've had that question, by the way. <laughs> Throwing that out there. <laughs> I was wondering why you threw in a Bane question here. Me like, too. if you're going to throw in a Bane question, throw it in Rite of Passage in a couple of weeks. Oh, but yeah. he had Jesus so much time God. up his sleeve, too. Oh. We've never called him Colonel Colonel Mayborn. I've had, had that time. question three times. <laughs> okay, obviously, I don't pay attention. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say Simmons. Reese, <laughs> uh, my... father made you wrong. I nearly said Simmons. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. You actually had that uh. much time up your sleeve <laughs> that I, I was like, Jesus, I better go to a different page of my hotkeys to get a, a no. big celebration, like no. cheering and bells ringing sound effect that I don't have ready. And it was taking time to load. I'm like, that's all right. Reese has come through for me. Believe me, I, I felt how much time I had left. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like, the clock doesn't matter, bro. Yeah. Like, I didn't think you could be more wrong. Than wrong, but like I was about ten seconds like, more wrong. And Brendan even had like short, concise questions. He didn't have like these long yeah. ass questions that took up all your time either. Could, could have googled yeah. the episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> you literally had time to Google the episode. Absolutely. You had time to flick back through. I could have had it. Flicking through my book. Bloody hell. Uh, all right, that's episode oh, ninety-three. <laughs> Can't get five every week, boys, <laughs> or any weeks really. <laughs> Of Get Into Gay Talk and the Fifth Man. We will be back next week to talk Red Sky on the next Get Into Gate episode. Uh, until then, you can check out all of our old podcasts if you are new to the show. It's all this kind of fun and much more for the last 92 plus episodes. Search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast on your favorite podcasting channel. You can like, subscribe, follow, share all of our uh, gear on the socials Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can uh, find us all individually as well. My name is Mitch. I'm underscore Lewis at Twitter and uh, Instagram. Instagram, Maddie, where you at? At High Pitch Maddie. Brendan. 
I'm at the Bren Gibson. Reese, you're wrong at. I am at the Flying Gibson for <laughs> Australian was... Traffic Network. Oh, oh hang on. Oh, oh, hey, hey, hold the phone. <laughs> oh, Say that I again like without it. me interrupting. I apologise. Yeah. I didn't realise you're going to put on a radio Say voice. Again. Yeah. You're in the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> I am Matthew Clyde Gibson for the Australian for the year. Oh, I am okay, down, I'm we're sacked. Going down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting blown on while I'm working. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> and Lincoln. <laughs> oh, it is whatever you want it to be. At Link underscore Lewis. I almost forgot that. <laughs> We'll work on your name, mate, yeah, between yeah, now yeah. and next week. That's I always fine. wanted, like, because you guys, I always said after you guys, I always go, I'm going to say the. Yeah. And I've done yeah. it that many <laughs> times. I've, I've reached totally. this point where I'm, like, almost in the fetal position before saying, I'm like, get it right. I want you to entertain it. You're following me too wrong. I want it to affect you so badly so that when you actually go, like, after one of our records, go and introduce yourself to someone, they're like, oh, hi, I'm Greg. What's your name? The Link? God damn it. The missing Link. We will be back uh, next week. Talk Red Sky. Until then, we'll see you later. Bye. Get into geek.com.